Here we go again. Podcast lucky number seven. You're listening to the Game of Beers PDX podcast. We're live at Breakside Slab Town. It's a special show, folks. Here we go. It's called male bonding, okay? Haven't you even seen Wild Hogs? Fine, get us some snacks. Alright everybody, we're uh, super excited to be at Slabtown uh, Breakside Brewery in Northwest Portland. Deathstalker's favorite place. No. (laughs) (laughs) But... We are really happy that they're hosting yeah, us here. Right. It's our first podcast place, so they, we're very excited about this. And uh, as we do every show, we're going to start off every show with a chugging of a beer. But before we do this, I was getting more hits on our Twitter account about more background information about who we are and what we do and why we love beer and all that. Really? Are you, are you serious? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, to start off a little bit about Brown Padres, besides being a great interior designer... He's also a Beanie Baby collectible eBay seller. And yeah, ben, Benny the Bull is my favorite, my best seller. Right? And you can catch him selling these Beanie Babies on eBay if he's not chugging delicious IPAs. So look for Bound Project selling Beanie Babies all over the internet. And then our friend Isoc Death, Death Stalker, yep. is in the third year apprenticeship of being a Falconer. Or is it fourth? I mean, how long has it been? I'm in the third year of being a falconer. A falconer, it didn't, I didn't know this, but it takes five years to become a falconer to actually uh, be a legit. It's really tough, but I'm training Murphy, my falcon. Very uh, well. What kind of falcon? Do, do you do the uh, peregrine falcon? The uh, native of Portland that lives under uh, the bridge here? It's the German hibiscus falcon. Ooh. Okay. Fancy, and it's, fancy. it's one of the tougher ones to train, but yes, I, I, I am trying to become a falconer. They do sound like assholes. Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, and the last thing about me is uh, I'm actually into stained glass art and uh, mosaic tiles, uh, anything like that. I'm into it. You can catch me at any farmer's market looking looking for some local great stained glass or uh, Do you use those like toxic that. heavy metals that everyone was pissed off about I, yeah, a couple I, years ago? I love those, actually. Uh, they actually make the best stained glass. Fucking dick. So anyway, enough about us. We're gonna chug a beer um, right now. We have actually we're joined by our friend uh, Patrick uh, here from Breakside, and what are we gonna chug right here? Uh, I figured the best thing if you're gonna chug, I poured you guys what we call a slab town shorty, which is basically a 10 ounce beer in a 16 ounce glass because 16 ounce glasses feel better than goblets, tulips, yep. Yep. Uh, sniffers, whatever you want to call them. Uh, Bazooka Face is just. Kind of one of our core beers here at Slabtown. Uh, it's a session IPA, about 4.7%. Big kind of tropical notes to it. Very juicy. Uh, was kind of modeled after Gumball Head. There you the go. The famous Midwestern IPA. There we go. All right. All and right. on this note, we start chugging. Yeah. Cheers, right. boys. Wow. All right. That's good. All right, so I'm. Go ahead. As, as you probably heard in the show before, because everyone's listening to all the shows. Absolutely. I'm not a big ISA fan because uh, usually I just feel like they're a little hollow. Um, yep. I'd say this has a little bit of a backbone. It's a good drinker. I like it. Um, I mean, it wouldn't be my favorite beer on this list, but it's a great fucking beer. 
I love it. Just, I mean, I'm kind of the opposite of you with sessions. I mean, I've definitely had some sessions that can be very hollow. It can kind of taste like shit. Uh, but what I like about some of the sessions we do is we do focus on the bodies of them and more importantly kind of the aftertaste. I think bazooka finishes real clean, real nice. And this is 4748, so it's not like it's 441. Four, yeah. Those can be a little grassy finishing. Uh, yeah, this is a cool beer. What do you think, Stock? I like it. I'm with the Bam Padres. I'm not a big session IPA fan, but I'm getting a good taste. It's not as hollow as some, so I would give it a solid good. All right, there this, we go. There we the, go. This is the first beer we ever made at this location a year ago, um, and boy, this beer has come a long way. And now this batch that we just drank uh, goes into World Beer Cup. There you go. Well, and, I, and I understand completely where you're coming from with the uh, gumball head bazooka face reference because there is definitely some super bubblicious flavors going on in there. And you know, I, I do get I do get the kind of quick finish on it, but damn, that flavor was there at the, at the get-go, so. Flavor's uh, good, but I need a little more body. Yeah. Like, like well, most ISAs. And this isn't your only your only ISA or session beer, right? Like, you guys have the 22s of, like, lunch break or yeah, something? Yeah, lunch break's our most popular session. And I, I mean, really I really like that one. I, you know, I don't hate all ISAs. Uh-oh, um, uh-oh, uh-oh. And actually, well, that one, I feel like, has a little funk to it that's, that's really enjoyable. But it's funny, uh, earlier today I was listening to a Padres podcast. Uh-oh. And uh, it kind of devolved into beer talk, which I tweeted out from uh, Game of Beers. And they brought up uh, the one from Pizza Port. It's called like Pointo or something like that. I can't remember Sounds what it is. But right. I love that one. It comes in like six six pack Tall Boys for like nine ten bucks in San Diego. There you go. You can really fucking crush those. And I butchered the name there. I just I don't remember <laughs> off the top of my head. But I can say Pointo, that that Pointo. was a that was a solid chug. Um, the bazooka face worked out really well. Like Thank it. you, Patrick, for supplying that one. Yep. Cheers, America. All right, sweet. Somewhere in the distance, I hear the bells ring. Darkness settles on the town as the children start to sing. And the lady across the street, she shuts out the night. I guess the thousands waiting as she turns out the light. But it's too late. Too late. Thank you, Plaid Pantry, again for keeping repping this uh, PDX Game of Beers podcast alive. God damn it, we love you, Plaid Pantry. You so, couldn't have found a better sponsor than Plaid Pantry. Not, there's not, there's not a chance of how so you Portland can win. Better Portland institution than Plaid Pantry? No, man, they have my smokes that I can't get at every other one, but I know I can get them at Plaid Pantry, and they generally have the best beer selection. And cheap, that's, and cheap beer, good prices on smokes, good prices on Uncle Ray's chips, and that's why we love you, Plaid Pantry. So uh, here we go with, again with beer of the week. Take them to the show, and we're gonna start with a uh, I stock death death stalker. How was your beer drinking week? Uh, I had a great beer drinking week. Uh, Brown Padres and I were watching some Masters. Oh, we had a God. lot of great beers. Boo, Patrick Reed, by the way, sorry. Yeah, by the way, it's heartbreaking. Uh, we want Grand Podgers that are watching it on Saturday. 
great day. And then the Sunday that Ricky Fowler got so close, it was shut up by one stroke. You're my but, boy, Ricky. You're my boy, Ricky. Bummed us out. So we had a lot of great beers. I'm going to go at Brown Padres. Talk about that a little later. But I had a great beer today. It was from Matchless. It was called Hint of Nelson. It was a clean IPA, not a hazy IPA. I was so stoked to drink it. It's a 7.6 IPA. It goes down super easy. Like, I, I think I went down to have my first sip. And then when I put the glass down, it was half empty. And I didn't even taste that's it. it. That's it was just, it was where's, perfect. Where's Matchless from? Sadly, they're outside of uh, Olympia, Washington. Tumwater. Tumwater. Another Washington beer. I know. I, I, I did a lot of research, tried to find something else, and I had some of the beers online, but just today, I had that, and it was freaking great. Yeah. And I, I told people at the bar to get that, and they all had it, and I said, this is Yeah, I, I, w- I, was, I was sitting next to him, and he was like, Jesus, this is my beer of the week, just yeah. like that. Yeah, right on. That was the Matchless Brewing... Hint of Nelson. Hint of yeah, Nelson. Yeah, I've, I've liked some of their stuff. Tito Nelson. Yeah, like Patrick, uh, joining us tonight here at Slap Town. Welcome, Patrick. Great side. Yeah, Thank yeah, you yeah. so much again for having us here. This is awesome. Of course, not a problem. Yeah, I, I, I love it here. I only work here once a week. Uh, I usually run the tap room in Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, but being here once a week kind of gets me out of a cold warehouse. Yeah, Gets sure. me a little more fun action. Yeah, Plus, right. we got a bunch of beers down here you can only and, get And there's also a lot, uh, lot more cute uh, waitresses uh, here than there would be. Uh, sorry, you don't, have to, you, don't have, you don't have to answer that question. And cute clientele. Yeah, yeah. But, this, uh, is, uh, this is the nicer part of town. Know, so I, everyone I, just looks nicer yeah, here. Yeah, right. And I, and I know Patrick pretty well. And I know Patrick drinks uh, quite a few beers every week. So anything uh, this week that you uh, tickled your fancy? Yeah, there was a, it, it was kind of a, an oldie but goodie. Oh, I like if that. that makes sense. Uh, there's this place I go to in North Portland that sometimes has really shitty tap selections. Of so course. I got five bottles out of the fridge. Oh, shit. Uh, and uh, I revisited Heater Allen's Hellas Lager. Oh, God damn. And goodness oh, yeah. gracious, it was the most perfect beer I could have had in that moment. I tend to be a hoppy beer drinker. Sure. I tend to lean towards IPAs, hoppy pails, Most sessions. people do. Uh, but uh, I just wanted something crisp, and uh, it was just talking to me. I cracked it, and those guys still got it. They know how to make damn good German-style yeah, beer. Yeah, Peter Allen is a cut above when it comes to German-style beers. Out down in McMinnville still? Yep, yep. They, they uh, We see their 22s around town. What a just great brewery, great small Great brewery, great people. Um, I think one thing that's really coming back in this town, and we see it with, like, Wayfinder a a lot, and we see it with breweries in particular all going back to traditional styles. You know, like, Wayfinder makes all German. Peter Allen's kind of all German. Zoigel House. Zoigel House, all German. Yep, and I think that's a new wave. I honestly think that will be the new something for you to revel- try this. Something some for you to try this week too will be a Zoyo House just put out a Hellas Lager. Mm. In a, in a, I look forward I, to that. That, that is my favorite problem. Hellas. That guy. Hey, and Bowie, I know you're listening. Will you just please fucking can your Hellas Lager? Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. All right. And uh, Brown Padres with an S at the end of there. Uh, how was your beer drinking week? You're learning. <laughs> Eugene can learn. The Royal oh, Weed. All right. The the uh, so Let's go. I have a special one. Uh-oh. Uh, really special indeed. Uh, so this is not a, an Oregon beer. It's not even an American beer. It's a Belgian. Wow. Like Death Stalker was talking about, went over to watch the Masters, stopped by John's Market, like ah. the best beer store ever. No, maybe. Uh, maybe. Unless, you're, unless, unless you're buying IPAs, then uh, sorry. They're uh, hit or miss with IPA, whatever. But I, I, I love... can't say I've actually ever been to John's Market. Oh, Park. man. God damn it. You're I on the podcast. You're on. <laughs> well, I live in North Portland, man. What the fuck it, am I trying to It's worth going out of your way for. It's not hard to get to. Anyways, um, I, I found... Uh, Portland must have just got a shipment of uh, De Blagy beer. Uh, De Blagy makes farmhouses out of western uh, Belgium. Probably the best 
in my opinion, farmhouses in the world. No shit. Um, and so they had three bottles. The one I like the best is called you know, you know, Ramanus. What anyway, does that translate to? Uh, I couldn't Delicious find the translation. Yeah. <laughs> it's drink me now. The minute in French. So it's um, it's an eight percent farmhouse. Um, they had a six percent. There's a they have a few different ones, and uh, they also did a collab with uh, Farmstead Hill. Hill Farmstead. Hill Farmstead. I would say that Vermont. backwards. Yeah. Yeah. It's called La Vermetoise. That's an amazing beer as well. Me and a, some of my boys had a chance to go back to Belgium a year and a half ago, and they were kind of Gabelgi was kind of the um, the inspiration for that trip. Fuck yeah! I'd heard about it, read about them, heard that, and we, we love saisons and farmhouses. So I heard they were making basically. Basically the best and the truest to the original style. Um, and if and I wouldn't know that because we wouldn't live hundreds of years ago. But uh, did you get a chance it's to go so to good. So one thing we did not get a chance to go. is am still pissed off about that. But we'll be back in Belgium soon, and we're yeah. definitely going to go. And we're going to podcast live from that it's brewery. A, it's a true. Point. It's a true farmhouse. It's a fa- it's a family run thing. It's like this old guy and his son and his grandson like make beer in a barn. La Manus from the brewery. Well, next, next week. Uh, this is something you can find it right now. I uh, know here in uh, Northwest Portland. What's that place called? The Abbey. They, oh yeah. There's, they always carry there's two spots within six blocks of each other. Right. They always carry Dave when you can get it, you know, uh, the thing with Belgian beers, once they sell out, they're probably not back for quite a long time. So. It's, it's the, legitimately go. the best. When it had awesome that stuff, I like, have not, I can't believe this, I'm drinking this beer. And most people haven't heard of, most people haven't heard of this brewery, which is insane. It's so good. I haven't and, had um, it. I don't even know if it's yeah. really, it's a, I was texting the boys the other night. It was a, it's kind of a life-changing thing, man. Damn. Not to get too deep, but we're drinking all these crazy hoppy yeah. beers, these crazy uh, hazy beers, these crazy sour beers, and then you have something that's just perfect, light and smooth and super complex, but not a pilsner, because I'm not, like what Patrick was talking about, the, everyone's on the lager train. I'm not on that train yet, at least, but there is a lot of uh, a lot of the industry's moving that way. That's amazing. Um, but these beers are, like, as good as you can get in the world. Well, you've piqued my interest highly in finding uh, that beer at the one of I've got, I've got a couple up my Yeah, there's, well, then, so uh, there's, uh, three, invited, of them, there's three of them around, and the one with uh, Hill Farmstead. It's Vermitois. Uh, Next nice. podcast, I'll share that with you. There we go. There we so go. There go, we go. Go out and find go. it, y'all. So, there Eugene, we go. BMI, let's hear beer of the week. So, first of all, I want to say thank you, Breakside. If you if you can hear this, it's the disco biscuits we play in the background, which is wow. great. Wow, they invited you here to drink beer and play disco biscuits for I mean, you? I, I feel Jesus like Christ. I feel like I might never leave. I might never leave. Uh, so, I had a fun week uh, beer drinking, as always. And um, on Saturday night, I went to the... Uh, Clay 52 opened up a kitchen uh, tap house in downtown Eugene, that's and big it, news. That's it's, big news. It's awesome. It's amazing. And that in and, and downtown Eugene needs something like that. Eugene doesn't know enough about Clan 52, and they should because they're making the best beers in that town. I was super excited to go down there, and we had uh, we got hooked up by my boy who worked there, and they had a collaboration beer called, I think it's one of those hazies, and it was an 8% double IPA. Obviously, it was hazy. Collaborates with Oakshire, and Oakshire's beers to me are fine. Nothing, I've always liked Oakshire. You know exactly. There's nothing wrong with them. Yeah, they're, 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 they're they're good. They're not something that you go out of your way for, but when they're when they're there and they're they're always 8% good. Percent double hazy, double hazy IPA. That sounds like something I don't want to drink. Oh well, here's oh, double hazies are good. Yeah, man. here's where you're wrong. Here's where here's where you're wrong. Here's what I'm going to tell you about in, in the next thirty seconds here. Is that the, they brewed the beer at Oakshire? It was delicious. It had a great bitterness at the end of it that most hazies don't have. And what I realized with that, and talking to a friend earlier, 
was that I think I prefer hazy double IPAs than just your regular hazy IPA. I think the I think the higher alcohol gives them a, a, a more more flavor, more maybe some back end bitterness or something that you're not going to get off your normal just juicy six to six and a half percent hazy IPAs. And this beer had hit all the notes that I want in an IPA and a hazy. But at eight percent, it, it it murdered it. It I, murdered it for me. I personally think Flame Fifty Two is different than everyone else. In, sure. In, in that they, they hop the back of these hazies. So most of the hazies, there's almost no hops in the back, so no bitterness. And this, that's why I say by when I'm, that's what I mean when I say hops in the back. When it finishes, it's not as bitter. Claim 52 is doing that. So if you drink a fluffy or a fluffier, you get all the all the fluff, uh, juiciness up front, the thick mouthfeel, no, and then yeah. as it finishes, it has a bite, but which I the, which I think kind of separates them. From. Here's the thing of that, that having this beer. When I was drinking it, I honestly felt like these double IPAs, and I thought about other ones I've had in the past that have, they just have more in-your-face hops and more bitterness that make it, like, you know, hybrid the style of IPA and the and the Northeast-style IPA. Okay, so you, you think that the doubles it, are yeah, more bitter it, than, it, the, than the absolutely, regulars? Absolutely, absolutely, because to get the ABV up or something like that, I don't know, but the beer was sick. The beer was fucking awesome. Um, I, I was super, super, super happy drinking this beer at this new and by the way the new Claim 52 uh, kitchen tap house on like 12th 13th of Willamette in downtown Eugene is going to be crushing it uh, follow me on Twitter I, I took a couple pictures that I'm going to put up there but um, oh my gosh this beer was killer and my beer of the week I could try it was that beer and great stuff why don't Thank you bring you. me a growler next time dude. I'll do it the, the growler machine is going in on up into the car we're like daddy we want to go to the enchanted forest of pizza and he's like what are you talking about we always go for steak sandwiches but we just stay at him and we're whining and we're badgering and finally he relents nice so you win you deviated from the plan in like a really big way that's good 33 people died of e coli including my father before he died he looked at me and he said adam you did this no he didn't yes he did with his eyes. And we're back. Thank you, Pedialyte, again, for killing it with that fucking sponsorship. Man, we our sponsors you. are great. We love these guys. We love these guys. We couldn't do it without them. So uh, we're going to do an oncoming thing for the next couple weeks, uh, talking about our, our dream, or what, what our dream day in Portland is for drinking beers, and if you come to PDX, what you need to do when you come here. And we so got one day. You got one day. You got, you got 24 hours in Portland. Our boy Bound Padres is going to break it down to you as far as what he thinks you should do when you come to Portland and you want to drink beer. So Bound Padres, let us know, in your opinion, how we need it. All right, guys. So we tried to do this last week with a full panel. What we ended up doing was uh, coming up with 100 breweries to go to, which is just too much. So I'm going to try to pare it down and then let these guys comment on it. Really the point of this series, and I'm hoping to do a lot of different cities, is... 
when I travel, it's usually for some reason. Maybe I'm going to see family. Maybe it's a wedding in some random city. I your try to. Your boyfriend lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, yeah. Uh, <laughs> in Orlando. Uh, so I, I usually try to set aside at least half a day. Maybe if I'm lucky, a full day, and hit the breweries in town. But when you go to a random city for the first time, you don't really know where to go. No. Now, Portland's pretty cool because no matter where you are, it's going to be pretty fun because it's a small city and you can typically walk to and lots like of restaurants and bars and breweries all over the city. But I'll give you what I think are the best breweries and weed out the duds. Okay, so to start off, basically these are all east side um, and they're the farthest apart they are is four miles. That's all of them are in a tiny radius. So you need just, yeah, yeah, you need like one or two Ubers and you can walk to the rest. Uh, awesome. So I'm going to start in North Portland. There's two breweries up there, Northeast Portland. The, uh, the Breakside on Deacom, which we're in the Breakside in Slabtown right Shout now. Shout the Breakside. Thank you, Breakside. It's a smaller uh, brew pub. It's the original Breakside. It's just got a cool vibe in a, in a you know, typical Portland neighborhood. Do you know the story of why it was put there? No, I don't. He, w- he wanted to put a, a brewery the farthest away from any other brewery in Portland, and that was the location. Wow. That's, that's why cool. it was. That's why it was right there because it was just like it's the first way from anything and it's like and, and obviously it worked out for him. Yeah, I'd say I've lived in North Portland since I got here in '05, um, and I never went to Deacon until they opened. They opened about yeah, 2010, absolutely. 2011. It was the first like way that. from any other brew pub in Portland, so that's why it was location. That's was cool. Put there. Anyway, sorry. So from there, I'm going to go to the Great Notion on, on Northeast Alberta. Alberta is a, a, another cool strip in Portland. Uh, you make it there, okay. there's a bunch of stuff going on there. The Great Notion is uh, they do the hazies. They brought the hazy to Portland pretty much. One thing I will say, up, James. it's always packed, so you got to show up early. If you're with just a couple people, you can sit at the bar and probably squeeze up and try their beers. If you have more than that, you're going to be waiting hours for a table if you bring a lot of people. And if, it, it, and if you're coming from out of town, also, by the way, stop at Pine State Biscuits next door and get yourself a fucking biscuit. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah, definitely. A disco biscuit? Ooh. No, Hello. yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> definitely, it's somewhere in this one-day trip. And that's another thing. It's just supposed to be one day. You're going to need to eat. Uh, so <laughs> you got to mix it in at some like that's point. That's like, you know, you, If you stop and have a biscuit sandwich at Pine State and then go in the uh, Great Notion. Yeah, there you go. You'll be doing all right. Get the Reggie Deluxe. Yeah, yeah, the Reggie and, Deluxe. And don't die eating. Okay, so from there, you're going to go down to where the Blazers play, Ooh, right by the Moda Center to Upright. Uh, they, they're a small brewery. They've been around since about 2010. They uh, feature Saisons. Absolutely. Uh, fantastic little brewery. Uh, they've, they've been small um, since the beginning. They refuse to grow. They just like making their bomb-ass beer. And they have everything from farmhouses to barrel-aged sours to all, all sorts of stuff. All fantastic. I think one of the first time we hung out, we drank foreplay at that brewery, and it was like the sunny, awesome summer day, love and life. Yeah, yeah. That foreplay is out of what control. What I love about Upright, when you go there, there's no patio, there's no food. You're in a dark you're, basement. You're, you're in a basement. <laughs> you have to take a, an elevator down from a bank into this basement. And see I, these, dude, I these take the steps, around. okay? I'm not a lazy bitch. Okay? Yeah, you can take the steps, but the steps you have to like walk. Walk, cross, eh, okay. whatever. It's a long walk. I'm lazy, uh, so I, I, I go down there and you walk in and there's this a dark cellar basement area. There's like five tables with like four chairs around the meat. And Although they just remodeled and there's a full bar now. Well, Not full it. bar as in uh, liquor, like there's a big yeah, bar to sit at. They We're, stepped it up. Game of, uh, Game of Beers is going to have to take a field trip there oh, yeah, one of these days sure. and, and review. And Alex will let us podcast in there. We'll, we'll, we'll set something yeah, up I'd lo- Yeah, I'd love to get Alex on here. Alex is the owner. I don't know him personally, but just met him a few times. Always so nice. So, so cool. Yeah. Uh, he lets me uh, email him and get kegs from time to time. Um, I'm just trying to say, I love going down there and 
it's just there's like 15 people in there max, and you're drinking like some of the best beers in Portland, and there's no. It's a sleeper. It's like one of those sleeper beers. It's a sleeper. It's It's a sleeper. I mean, they can get packed sometimes. Um, One thing I will say, it is in a basement, so on a typical rainy Portland day, it's it actually feels quite cozy. When it's sunny outside, it's kind of a bummer to go down to a basement. But you know, you just go down there. You got to try the beer. So go down there, have a few, and then. Hell and yeah. head up. Hell okay, yeah. let's like move that. on. I like that list. I like that. So from here, this is where I would actually eat because you're going to hair the dog in Southeast oh. next, and they have big, big beers. Uh, so if you if you're Ubering or riding a bike or <clears throat> even taking the bus at this point, you can stop because you can walk to the rest of these breweries and you're going to end up in the heart. So there's three left. So hair the dog to me, it is the most iconic, unique brewery in Portland. You have I to go there. That. I agree with you that. You have to go there. Mandatory. And they actually have pretty cool food, whether it's munchies or a nice sandwich or something like that. Uh, but it's all about the beer for me. You got to have a blue dot. You got to have at least a taster of all their stuff, really. I'm anything, a big... anything from the wood is going to be. But it's. I, I, you I, need I, to go there. Here's the thing. Even if you don't like their beer, you need I, to go I there. Respect, it's I, respect, I respect everything that Harold Dog has done for all these years being a Portland bird. But I've been burnt. Burnt like biscuits on some of these bottles. By the bottles, yes. So I'll agree. Flat as pancakes. The bottles have become really inconsistent, and they've gotten more expensive. But the brewery is a different experience. The beers are on tap. They're all carbonated. I I bought a ninety-dollar six-pack at Hair of the Dog. Woo! Fifteen dollars. Woo! Fifteen (laughs) dollars. That's a deal. That's your fault. No, here's the thing: was I wasn't burned out. The beer was actually really fucking good. Yeah. It was, uh, it was uh, I think it was called uh, Michael. Uh, oh, Michael, yeah, that's a great Eugene beer. Eugene Michael Hare, uh, from that, the That's a, uh, inspired by a, Belgian, yeah. Belgian yeah. Sours, it was a, it was Flanders. A, it was a yeah. Flanders style. It Flanders was style. fucking awesome. Um, but that's my a God, great beer. It was 90 bucks for a six-pack. I bought it, and it worked out. I've been burned a little bit on some of the other bottles in there, but I'm not going to like ever hate on Hair of the Dog. I, I, it's an institution to it, me. It, it, we're it we're is, lucky to is, have them here. People is, travel from is. all over the yeah. world to go there, and yeah. they are truly unique. Like I can't think of one other brewery I go yeah. to. I mean, these guys make beer by hand in like, these crappy equipment. There's, and there's no doubt about it. They, 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 they are the, their own thing. Have you ever had a Hair of the Dog? delivered to your town and you didn't like Hair of the Dog, you need to go there and give them a chance because yeah, sure. they're so experimental. It doesn't transfer well over well, like well, months well, months. Well, yeah, you're not getting Hair of the Dog outside of Portland anywhere anyway. Yeah, yeah it's in LA. I, I know really? People, yeah, I know a lot of people. I would say even back in the 90s, we had it in San Diego. Oh, no shit. Yeah. yeah. Like Fred. Shit. I know people, Fred I know people or... in uh, upper upper state New York that have had it. It's like, it's okay. Like, no, you have to have it fresh. Cause when it's a, it's a, it gets when I live by the Belmont Station, 10 years ago and they poured Fred on tap and it was 6 bucks a pint and I drank 2 of those and I and I literally like crawl home yeah well those are 10% time. beers so that's what I'm saying you gotta eat before you go honestly I'd recommend getting a Blue Dot that's their only Absolutely. IPA uh, and it's not like a typical IPA It's and it's different every time and it can be uh, the best beer you've ever had or the worst beer you've ever had it can be the best beer you've ever had or just an okay beer that's still really good no doubt <laughs> no doubt no doubt, <laughs> no doubt. No no doubt. doubt. Got okay words. yeah so from here you can walk and this one this used to be the commons uh, so this is my typical beer trip it's now modern times I'd say if you're from San Diego you've probably been to modern times you don't really need to stop here but you might want to check it out um if you're from somewhere else just go, go because modern times they're a san diego company they just took over commons and they're in portland now and they're fucking they make fucking awesome beer i agree 100 
All right, so we're closing out here. The last one is another kind of unique brewery. It's the Cascade Barrel House. Yep. Uh, just, a, just a few blocks from right, modern my times. Gets water a little bit. I need a tongue <laughs> just thinking about it. So Cascade Barrel House, uh, it's the same same guys that have been doing the Raccoon Lodge in Portland for 30 years or so. It's like, I think this guy's, I think the original guy, he's probably still running it. He's the guy that started the big festival downtown. Yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah. Like the, the big festival that now tens yeah, of thousands yeah, of people yeah, come. Festival, yeah. yeah, he started that. Um, so they started barrel aging beers and opened a tap room in southeast Portland. Uh, so it's just a, a couple it's a blocks. It's sour, man. Yeah, it is. And so it is It is super special to get to go to a place that literally has 15 sours on tap and, and, they, and an they, unlimited more in bottles. Like, it's crazy. And, and they, they make regular them, beers, too. they make too. them all. They're not other people's sours. They make all these yeah, sours. They make all of them. And I'm not sure if they brew there, but, but they, 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 blend, they, blend, they, they, they blend age and blend They blend them. They blend them. So they, they, I think they got the whole building, and there's a ton of barrels on one side of the building. If you like Sarah beers, and you go to Portland, and you don't go to Cascade, you're you a fucking guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I would say, you have to go there. I would say even just go and try it. Um, it's not cheap for sure, but you can try a bunch in Little Tasters, and, you know, you're on a trip, man. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, dude, if you're on vacation, money's no object. Yeah. Come on, think about um, it. I will. But the good thing is too, the IPAs that they brew are actually okay too. Well, yeah. So I, if I you like bring if, you, too. if you bring someone who doesn't like sour beers, there's other stuff too there. Raccoon Lodge didn't. I don't think they started with sours. They started with regular beers. So they have the other lineup. Hey, the only you know what we've all Zicklemania in Portland every year. When we do Zicklemania when we go visit breweries. That's always the must stop is Cascade for sure. To take the tour through the barrels and to, and get a couple tastes out of out of like the the barrels of that place is amazing. They do their thing, and we are very, very lucky to have a place like that literally oh, two okay. miles from your freaking house. No, so, totally. I think love or hate sour beers, like, you got to respect the fact that Cascade Brewing is one of the best sour breweries in the world. Place. In the fucking world. It's a special place. I'll mention one last thing, and if the guys have anything else they want to add, but all of these breweries, except for Barrel Cascade, are actually brew pubs, too. So these are small, local brew pubs. Um, that people from Portland hang out in. Yep. They're really cool. Yep. I'd say at the at this point, you're at Cascade Barrel House. You're in, you're in the middle of Southeast. You can literally go anywhere from there, um, excluding Sassies. You want to stop by there? Oh hell! But, uh, and there's a sweet plat pantry like a block. There is a, there. that is the plat pantry uh, yeah. of the year right on, there on Twelfth and Morrison. That yeah, plat right pantry. There. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So yeah. if you run out of beer to smoke, so it's the plat pantry right around the corner from. Bam. Sorry, Brown Padres. That sounds like an awesome day in Portland. All right, Thanks yeah. People I know. No, I think so. so uh, just quickly go over. Brinkside Degum. Great notion. Great notion. Upright. Upright. Hair of the dog. Modern Upright. times. You can skip that if you don't have time. And then Cascade Burrow House. Damn. You'll be in inner southeast that, Portland. You got a full day. And this is just one man's trip, but I would say it's a good starter if you end up in Portland. There's we're only on the east side here. We got the west side. We got the we got a lot more. Well, we got more seconds to come to talk about that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I like your.
but me sucking cocks and dicks. It's not there. Wait. Is cocks still there? Nothing. I mean, it's not there. What about dicks? Neither cocks, nor dicks, nor sucks. Oh, God. All right, folks. One last second for the night. We're going to talk about a highly contentious subject with brewers and beer drinkers. Mexican lagers. Love them, hate them. Here we go. What do you think, Brown Padres? All right, so I'm against them. Uh, how, how I got into this, I read an article on the Full Pint by Lou Bryson, so I want to give a shout-out to him. Yeah, thank you, Lou. Um, I, you know, I noticed in the last few years, so they're, mar- they're marketed to come out before Cinco de Mayo to jump on the train of selling beers during Cinco de Mayo. Okay, cool. Um, and my first thought was, like, what the fuck? Why would anyone want to brew a Mexican lager uh, at a craft brewery? Uh, Mexican lagers are what they are. They're fine. We all drink them. Uh, but it's big beer. It's not craft. The craft brew industry has been spending 30, 40 years trying to be different than big beer. Right. But do, do now I, all of a sudden it's coming full circle. Now they're copying. Uh, it, yeah, I find it really stupid. And the marketing's dumb. And it's just a fad to, like, jump, basically sell beer because of... Cinco de Mayo. Seriously, you don't like any like Mexican lager. Like, there's not like you don't like a Pacifico. You don't like a Victoria. Like uh, our boy, I stopped that was freaking. No, no, and not. It's not that I don't drink them because there's a time and a place for all beers, and I definitely fucking well, I mean, beer. I, get I Corona, love beer. Corona sucks. I'll get that. Like, but like Pacifico on a nice hot day with a lime in it. Give me a break, man. I'm I'm, I'm gonna crush. So a couple of those. So, uh, UG Beer Mike, you weren't here for this conversation we had because you were painting a wall. Painting a wall. I know it's a lot of work. And I talked about it's this a little bit. It's a big wall. <laughs> so, I love it. I'm saying I love my Mexican lagers at the right place at the right time. But having a craft brewery release a craft style mega beer seems stupid to me. It's like, yeah. Uh, no, no, we're, we're a craft brewery and I'm going to release a Milwaukee style PBR beer like cool we're, now we're doing like a, a hams yeah but, but that, yeah why it's a it's a fucking lager so every every craft brewery has a lager or a pilsner so what's the difference with them doing that compared to like making but, but, but a they, corona they, style they're, they're or marketing a, to, or something like that they're marketing you know I mean? to like mexican style beer yes if i, I want that I will, i'm i'm more than happy just to drink a crappy beer when i know what i'm getting as opposed to spending so eight, like five dollars at a pint on a crappy beer. Absolutely, absolutely. And I would just rather I get, have my. I, 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 have, I get. I get where that. I get where you're coming from. I totally understand that, 100. percent But it's also the same fact that like, why can't a brewery who wants to just a brewery just like, hey, I love I love fucking Pacifico or Corona well, or, the, the, or the, Dosa the, Keys. Then charge me two dollars or three dollars a pint, not five dollars a pint. Okay, okay, okay. Well, but, yeah, but, I, I get your questions, but I mean, I can bring up I can beer, bring up points of the articles, and I also looked up articles. I wanted I wanted the other. Side, right, like people have nostalgia yeah, right, for right. these beers. Sure. We've been drinking, you know, and I drink the Corona the big, was like Corona I drink the big like American beer. Like Corona was like a crap. Like, you no, know, it never was. Corona. It's a, it's you know, a heavily it like, marketed it advertised beer. Import growing up in Atlanta, it was an import, and it was like you know what I mean. That's tricking the American yeah, exactly. public. Exactly, you know what I'm saying. When I hate too seeing these crap beers. Like we'll put the lime and salt in there for you, so now you have to you get the yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. Ridiculous. Anyway, just just be if you're a craft brewery. Why are you trying to emulate a mass marketed beer? Explain to me like why why I should not why I should not fall into the trap of the craft beer uh, Mexican lager trade. 
because it's a marketing scam. One of my favorite beers last summer was Freem's Mexican Lager. It was just fucking awesome. Granted, it was five bucks a pint, and Nibar would do the head on, but it was on tap, and it was one of those smoky-ass summer days we had last year, because it was like literally like crazy weird summer. I ordered that Freem Mexican Lager, and I fucking crushed it, and it was delicious. You know what I mean? So yeah, I know that's cool. So, I, but, I understand so, it. So, but, Eugene Beer Mike, would you buy a Milwaukee-style craft beer that like is trying to emulate nah. uh, old German no, 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 no. Had cream was awesome last year. Uh, what uh, the burrito from Oscar yeah, Blues? Yeah, so some of the names of these, and so it, there's a lot of like just pretty lame ass oh, shit. It's, it's like horrible. a lot of it's like uh, sombreros. It's absolutely horrible. And uh, the sugar marketing, skulls. the marketing is marketing is I mean, disgusting it, to me. Yeah, the marketing is gross, and and just you go back to the fact that Mexican. Beers are not a, an actual thing. They're actually German-style right. beer. It's, and these beers... I think so another like, thing that kind of sucks, though, is like... Uh, Patrick's back, by the way. We Sorry. Patrick from uh, Slap Town's back. Yeah, yeah, jump yeah in. I'm working right now. I'm working here. I'm working. Uh, I think one of the other problems is, is, yeah, the traditional thing with Mexican lagers is that you put a lime in it. Absolutely. And it's like, I respect Josh and everyone at Frame way too much to put a fucking lime in their beer. Now, Absolutely. if they say... If they go around and they, you know, they're distributed through Point Blank, if they go to Point Blank... Tell their reps to tell bartenders serve this with them with a lime. I respect that. I will do that, but I'm just not going to do the traditional tecate. Here's, with some, a lime here's something in I know craft beer as well too is that you're going to need beer bar. They, they, they don't fucking have limes on hand. This isn't like a, <laughs> that's a, a, true. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm yeah, not especially gonna, I'm not gonna, I, I, well, I, I know places that that have that have full kitchens. And and all that stuff, and still don't have lime. Yeah, saying, like, I, I, I wouldn't expect a place to, to, to put, put a lime in that beer because it's supposed to have a lime in it. Sorry, you know, if I'm at a craft beer bar, it's not going to happen. We're it's definitely happen. so. So would would you at, at part of this brewery? Would you have a beer here that is like we're mocking Coors Light? We want to have like a nice crisp, three point five percent light beer. We did we did a small batch of a decom not too long ago called Domestico, and it was basically kind of built off PBR. Sure. Yeah, we tried to make a PBR, and it worked. It was delicious. It was crisp. It was light, but it came in at five percent. Right. Uh, how about how much do you charge for a, a bottle? Well, uh, it was only on draft in Milwaukee. You can get that pint for four dollars and fifty cents, but you can get a pint of Wanderlust in Milwaukee at four dollars. So right. why would you mock a beer? That you could get for two two bucks a pint and then charge four bucks a pint. It'd be, it makes no sense to me. Like, why are you doing this? Two things. One, for the hell of it. Because yeah, why not I take like a that. shot? So what's number two? What's number and two? No, and number two is you guys you you tapped on this earlier. It's people want to drink a Mexican lager or an American domestic lager without supporting Miller Coors, AB InBev, Constellation. That's a good point. All That's a good point. I'll accept that. Yeah, That's cool. Heineken. I mean, like I understand. But you, you can the Heineken in a hot day. But I would rather pay four fifty a pint for a craft brewery that I respect making a PBR-esque than buying some fucking 12-pack of PBR in a store just to save a buck. Okay. We're craft beer drinkers. We buy shitty beer when we know other people want to drink the shitty beer. Number two, I think you, at the end of the day, you can just make whatever kind of fucking beer you want. I, I will say that I think that everybody can brew whatever the fuck they want to brew. Of course. Um... Whether whether or not you think that a Mexican lager is is a, a, like a certain style, it's a Vienna lager in my opinion. It's a fucking Vienna lager, you know. But it's I feel like every brewery should have the opportunity to brew that beer. I've had some really good ones. I've had some shitty ones. I feel like I'm pissed off that our boys at Ecliptic got rid of Phasar to brew to brew um, Espacio. Yeah. Espacio. So, so right now, anybody had the Espacio? 
Not yet, because it just came out. I would take a shot at it. I'm Absolutely. Ecliptic's a respectable brewery, Absolutely. and it's in a can. Well, that's the, that's the problem. We love Ecliptic, and we drink Kazar and Fazar, and now that's replaced with Vespasio. It's like, damn, Oh, bro. right before May. Oh, what? Oh, weird. Well, yeah, weird, yeah. Pressure, you were, it's not coming out in Christmas time, is it? It's coming out pressure, in fucking May. You've got a great point where, like, they're doing craft beers so we can support the local economy. It's if like I can get a great Mexican lager, like a Pacifico, blah, 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 that is not part of Embev, then I would support that. But I think, can you name a Mexican beer that is not part of Embev? No. I think it's all, Embev Constellation or they all are. Yeah. So This isn't Corona so Constellation. So you open my you open my Corona Constellation, Medela, Victoria. So the point of that is maybe you could drink a craft beer that is not supporting Embev. So I do appreciate that. I think that's what it is. It's by local, and a local brewery wants For to sure. take a take on a style. They let's do some Micheladas. With, you know, let's get there's 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 some oh, free love, fucking love Micheladas. No way that a let's, brewery, let's lime the rims. Let's put some cayenne can, can, pepper on them. No way and let's party. A brewery is let's going go. to be able to make a cheap lager and make it cheap. My let's house, Amsterdam house, Cinco de Mayo. We're going to have every single craft brewery, Mexican lager. Come over. We're going to have a party. We're going to try them out. We're going to oh, figure it out. We're going to celebrate. Bring, I have three we're going to celebrate. What are we? Wait, what are we celebrating? A marketed holiday? Absolutely. All right, let's do it. We'll do it on the... We'll do, excuse the party. We'll do it on the 6th. Let's go. Let's do it live! show again killed it game of beers pdx podcast i want to say thank you to breakside brewery the slab town house slab town beer house and what do you what do you guys call this uh, breakside slab town brewery slab town yeah we just call it slab town show that one time what yeah. do you call yourselves? Breakside Brewery, Slap Town. Yeah, and, All right. and, and we have that's three breaks. That's just to roll off the tongue, but uh, well, Patrick, so, thank you so much. Of course. For taking care of us. Patrick Harris, 1080 the Hot Corner. Hot Corner, yep. 1080 the Fan. We do a baseball show every Wednesday from 7 to 9. Yeah, your boy Mike Lynch is on there. Mike Lynch, the producer of Primetime, is my co host. Uh, it's a great show. We just do it once a week. It's super fun. But we can't thank you enough for letting us uh, come in here and wreck uh, shop. Uh, Brown Padres, what are your last what are your last thoughts? Uh, well yeah, I'd say I'd say Hot Corner is a great listen. You can download the podcast. You guys you guys get those up pretty fast. Oh yeah, right? yep. each on hour. The 1080 the fan website and the, and our Twitter at ten eighty the fan. So it's if you're a baseball fan, especially if you're into fantasy, it's a good show. which it's a I'm great not show. Like, I listen, and, and when you guys talk about the Padres, well, you don't talk about the Padres, because no one gives a fuck about the Padres but me. We talked about uh, the Padres <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, for 10 seconds. Because of the brawl. Is, is that when everybody turned off their radios? <laughs> no, I, I don't. No, that was when I started talking Champions League. <laughs> I don't begrudge anyone uh, not talking about the Padres, because no one gives a shit about them, even in San Diego. 
Uh, but yeah, if you're into fantasy and just like baseball in general, it's a great listen. It is an awesome. Patrick listen. and I are talking baseball all the time. Sometimes I just get in my car and drive around and burn gas when he's on, on the radio. Yeah, so. yeah, fuck yeah. Thank you, Exxon. So yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> at Brown Padres. I'm stoked to be here at Breakside. I love Breakside. Uh, you guys have multiple locations. This is my least favorite, I'd say, but it's still a great place. There's so many good beers on tap. The if you're in the Northwest, it's a great spot to stop hey, at. So, so what beer did you have? Well, you had the... Uh... I'm drinking the Thirst Trap right now. Um, I also have the Cuddle Puddle, the Bazooka Face, all IPAs, but they have every style that you can want here. So... Awesome. Any of the break sides are worth going Can't go to. Wrong. Can't go wrong. Uh, I think what's really cool about all three locations uh, is that they are all tailored for the neighborhood just beautifully. In my yeah, opinion. totally. Just De- Decom is a is a North Portland neighborhood pub. Staple. Just staple. a staple. This grungy old building that we staple. that we decided to put a brewery in. That motherfucker's gonna ago. fall down soon, yeah. probably. And then Milwaukee <laughs> is uber blue collar. That's it's a production a facility. Yep, it's the production a facility with twenty eight beers on tap. Twenty four on tap. Twenty four. Yeah. We're talking everything from barrel aged barrel aged to sours to IPAs. How, how, the whole how often are you, thing. are you guys uh, blasted out new beers out of these locations? In Milwaukee, um, I mean, we put out Milwaukee. The, the, Oregon. Milwaukee, Oregon. <laughs> yeah. I. Milwaukee? Milwaukee, Oregon is just south. It's the first town south of Portland on yeah. the east side. Tapless has something coming on, going off twice a week in Milwaukee oh, wow. a lot of times. Nice. So, yeah. And then Slab Town's nice. This area is nice and we built a nice place here. Yeah, so this yeah. place would probably be my favorite except that Patrick works here, so it's immediately, <laughs> immediately the worst. I'm only here one day a week, oh, though, there so you, you come any day I don't but get, Thursday. I don't get, you, yeah, you, right. You, you could, Never work here. It's still my least favorite because you work here. No, no, this, this place is interesting because you guys do. This is fits the neighborhood perfectly. Mm-hmm. But you have the original tap room, which is just in a regular neighborhood. You have the production facility. Uh, you, it's quite a different jump opening a place like a, like this is a nice. Oh, that's place. a step up. Guarantee Scott's up a little like, bit when he started spending money on this place. You know uh, what I mean? I, I think the coolest part of this place is. Uh, Tom Fisher's the head brewer at this location. What I up, think, Tom? I Come by Bridgetown. Say what's up. I think the beers Tom is making and that, that Ben is designing and the, the work Jacob and Hunter and everybody's doing down here on the beers are absolutely fantastic. And a lot of them you can only get at this location, so it gives you an Spread excuse. Spread the love, though. Spread yep, the love. To get Spread out, the love. To get Spread out of your love. comfort zone and come down here and check this place out. Awesome. Yeah, Tom, hey. Tom has always been really nice to me. I bug him about brewing and yeast and hops all the time and he's always very nice and puts up with my stupid fucking homebrew questions so find me at uh, I suck death I am death sucker I'm Eugene Bear Mike thank you Patrick yeah we so love it. We, we suck Patrick's dick enough here uh, and Breakside so Patrick, let's go uh, Patrick got five bucks <laughs> I got five bucks awesome. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> so check out check us out on Twitter on Instagram Game Beers PDX our website is Game of Beers PDX each episode I kind of write up so you can see what we're talking about before we do it. And then we're on iTunes now, so you can subscribe, which is cool. Uh, we should be on Google Play soon. They're, they're lagging. They're taking their fucking Fuck time. Google. Yeah. <laughs> they're taking their fucking sweet-ass time uh, admitting us. But eventually we'll be everywhere. I think that's it. We'll see, uh, we'll see, see where we're see, at next yeah, week. Yeah, see you next week. Love you all. Game of Beers PDX. Holla back. All right, kids.
astrology should be pretty fucked up right now, but I... I kind of feel great. I feel crazy right now. I feel fantastic! I wanna fuck something!